Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Ali and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And we're with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance. Hello, Hello everyone. everybody. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back. I feel like we haven't been in here for a while. I know. So it's kind of like getting reacquainted with the studio. That's right. But it's so good to be back. And so, mm. Allie, tell me, what's up? Well, um, <laughs> yesterday, you know, the studio tour is coming up the I, end of August. I know. I'm working on some stuff. That's right. Yes. Uh, we have a bunch of new artists. Yes. And so yesterday, I spent quite a bit of time driving out to all the new artists locations to cool. meet them in their studios and get a visual. I always like to get a visual mm-hmm. of where they are. It helps me with the map. Yeah. And especially when I have to tell people how to get there. Right. Um, but I started out in Athol at Jeff May's studio. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if anybody remembers, but a couple of years ago, his studio caught on fire Ooh. and burned to the ground. I... And we had kind of a... a GoFundMe um, support right. out from the art community to mm-hmm. help him rebuild it. And I'll tell you what, it's amazing. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, he is um, doing an awesome job. And he's doing a podcast. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and he's really enjoying that. And he's talking to people all over the country, Well, which is really cool. That's awesome. I his... got some tips from him. Oh, well, good. Well, his is a podcast. We're an art cast. We are an art We're cast. completely different. We are completely <laughs> different. That's a fact. <laughs> oh. So what's going on with you? Oh, well, let's see. On Well, recently I just sang for the first time in a long time in public, and uh, I was very emotional, and you know me. I cry you a lot. A yeah, I cried. I was saying Pure Imagination, oh, and I love that song it was at, in an art gallery and I got real emotional when I started singing and I was like ah I had to start over and I'm like I'm so sorry and I just couldn't even get through it I just basically said I'm sorry and then but people they're very gracious and they applauded anyway so but I'm glad I got it kind of got my foot in the door and kind of started singing again and I'm rehearsing another show of course Wonderettes that'll be in Mm -hmm. August and then I'm doing a little other thing for Spokane Valley Summer Theater it's just this week coming up, and uh, so I'm just singing again, and it's good Yay. to be back singing, but it's, yeah, it's a little nerve-wracking a little bit, but... Whenever I think of pure imagination, I see Gene Wilder I know, and that's what it was. I started with a story going, I remember, it's like the second movie I remember Ever. going to the theater and really? watching. I lived in Jackson Hole at the time, mm-hmm. and I rem- it was the Jackson Hole Playhouse, or the- I don't know, it's something like that, and... I remember when he opened the door and you heard that bum, 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 bum. And I was like, tears. And then I started crying. I was like, oh, no. There she goes. I was like, "Uh uh-oh, lost cause. Anyway, so that's what I did. So it was good, and I'm glad I'm back. And and, Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be great to uh, see where... The I next think all goes. performers are getting really excited about yeah. the opportunity, and it's, now it's, that it's COVID a little strange letting up on us. It's also, you know, so many people said it's so weird to be in a group. You know, yeah. when you start, everybody keeps mentioning that. Wow, we're all in a group, and it's weird and weird to not wear a mask and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, we eventually had to do it, and you know, it's fun. Well, I mean, yeah. it's good. It's getting back to normal. 
Uh, yeah, yeah that was weird. That is. Yeah. But anyway, so anyway, that's it. Well, I'm really excited because today we have um, Jenny Hegstead in the yes. house. And welcome, Jenny. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes. Um, I met Jenny a long time ago mm -hmm. when St. Vincent de Paul had a program called Art on the Edge. Mm -hmm. And Jenny had been hired as a program coordinator. So um, a lot has happened since then, and I'm excited for all of us to get to know Jenny a little bit better. So how are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm just trying to enjoy some summer, but also it's event season mm -hmm. for Emerge, so it's a busy, busy time, so kind of just trying to balance that. Yep. Well, yeah. we're really excited that Emerge is back open. Yes. Yeah, me That's too. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, tell us about your background because I don't really know. I've heard of you for many years and I and your husband and through the grapevine, but tell me your background. Okay. Um, well, I I feel like my background, I mean, it Somewhat starts at Art on the Edge, somewhat starts a little bit before that. Mm -hmm. um, I was, um, you know, kind of in my 20s, I guess is where I started. I was a young mom, a very young mom, and I, um, once my second boy got a little older, um, I started taking pottery classes uh, at a local potter studio, and I pretty much took those classes so much that eventually led into working for him and helping to, he had a small, eventually he moved his space downtown and he had a small gallery uh, in the front of the studio that I would gallery sit on the weekends and trade for being able to work in and the studio. And who was that? Tim Mossgrove. Oh, right. I remember yes. Tim. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, so Tim's still in the area, but um, not as, not actively doing mm -hmm. studio anymore. But um, but that was kind of my start, and <clears throat> that kind of um, as I was working there more and more, uh, my boys started elementary school at Sorensen, and I started or I was asked to provide some after school. Um, classes, which uh, led to a whole pottery program mm -hmm. um, that started up there helping um, the art teacher to get that rolling and um, have these after school classes. And then, um, you know, it was just it was just little things that kind of helped prepare for what I was doing later. You know, eventually my little after school class turned into <clears throat> organizing many different people teaching after school classes and things and then eventual like artist in resident program that started there <clears throat> and so um when I was 30 um I went through a divorce and I had uh needed to find a job mm -hmm. and work full-time for the first time as an adult. It's um, <laughs> kind of funny. But uh, this opportunity uh, came up 
um, I was friends with a woman who was the program coordinator uh, at Art on the Edge, and she asked me to apply and thought that would be a good fit for me, so I did and ended up with the job. And um, and then, you know, Allie and I met shortly after that because she was still uh, actively working on a, the committee uh, for Art on the Edge and overseeing programming and events and things that were going on there. And so I got to know her and some other people pretty quickly. And um, anyway, that was just uh, Art on the Edge, just in case you don't know, because now it's been a little a little bit since it's mm-hmm. been around, um, mm-hmm. was a community-based arts program um, that ran under the umbrella of St. Vincent de Paul. And uh, its primary focus was to serve the youth and women living in the shelters and transitional housing mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. and other housing, you know, developments of St. Vincent de Paul, but also open to the whole community. So we ran, you know, summer camps and lots and lots of um, after-school classes and workshops. And I have incredible memories, um, proud proud moments of things that we put together and did there. Mm-hmm. A lot of public art that came out of that space. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, after a few years, the program was downsized a little bit. Um, and... I was put in the position as the director, and um, so then we were a staff of one, and I was doing both things, Um, made some big changes, and um, in a lot of ways, like, you know, some of the program really flourished and did really well, Um, but ultimately, it wasn't... um, it wasn't something that was like sustainable for St. Vincent de Paul to continue on with. And, right. um, and I knew that was coming. And so, um, I was talking with people and proposing ideas and, you know, what could I do next and develop, um, the thing about Art on the Edge was a uh, big part of my job was enlisting artists to a lot of times volunteer to mm-hmm. share their talents, teach, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, um, you know, the, sometimes they were paid, a lot of times they volunteered, and so you would develop these close relationships with the artists and then realize that they were really struggling also and, you know, we're a whole nother marginalized group within our community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, There was not really a lot of opportunity here for artists, even though we've already had, we've, we're, I feel, you know, an arts. An arts community. An arts community, an arts space, you know, but, um, you know, one of the things that had been lacking was opportunities uh, for emerging artists mm-hmm. and um, people that are really 
really talented and making ex exceptional work. But because they didn't already have, you know, this following or buyer base, then right. they're, you know, they weren't getting any attention from the galleries, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. commercial gallery spaces. Um, they really were, um, their, their only opportunity was like coffee shops. So right. we were, um, so I was developing a plan to kind of bridge that gap. Mm -hmm. And that, but I wanted to continue doing a lot of the type of work that I was already doing, but just expand that. And um, that's how Emerge started to develop. And we... Emerge, emerge. <laughs> yes. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah. we, um, I guess, you know, go back a second, that was really inspired by some friends of mine that were uh, running an organization in Spokane called Terrain. And mm -hmm. there you go, Terrain. Oh, hey. hey. Yeah. So uh, look them up. They're mm -hmm. amazing. They um, are amazing. Yeah. And so they were like, have been doing their pop-up shows for a few years. And, um, and I really wanted to make that happen in Coeur d'Alene. And mm -hmm. so... I had talked with them, um, primarily Ginger, about, uh, you know, the process and how to do that. And then, mm -hmm. so we started, and our first one was very small. And, um, you know, looking back, I remember it being, like, a huge undertaking because we had never done anything like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. and, um, and we had, you know several hundred people walk through the show which um we were really wow, excited about mm -hmm. yeah um i think we had 30 or 40 artists that's great oh, uh -huh. um and then and so that was 10 years ago and um the last show that we had pre-COVID, the 2019 mm -hmm. show, we had... Was that at the White House? That one was... Or that was the year before that? Yeah. Okay. This one was at um, the Masonic Temple. Mm. That was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. We had um, well over 100 artists, and we had around 4,000 people walk through the show. That's amazing. So That's it's huge. It's grown so much mm -hmm. and continues to do so and mm -hmm. always like develops and you know every year we have a new committee and they bring their um you know their own uh unique ideas and mm -hmm. flavor into the event for the year or so yeah and you're talking about the selection committee right the, well for the pop-up that's the jury um which they select all the work um, right I got then, to serve on that one year, and it yeah. was really fun. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of work, but um, but we're so thankful that the jury, you know, volunteers their time to help us. Right. Our, so you also have a committee for the pop up yes. show that helps plan yeah. the show. Yeah, okay. that's our event committee, and they, mm -hmm. um, yeah, they they always have unique new ideas to bring to the show each year so and when will you have that so this year uh because of covid it's a little bit different it traditionally is always the 
June Art Walk, mm -hmm. um, so second Friday in June. But because of COVID, we weren't quite sure if we were going to be able to have it right. or if we were going to be ready to have a big event. So we moved it to July 23rd, oh. which is kind of a random date. Oh, um, yeah. And oh. not Art Walk. Um, <clears throat> and just anticipation that maybe um, a little bit more uh, mellow show will be mm -hmm. best for this year. Although that being said, you know, please come. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> I doubt it will be that bad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So. But you just don't know what's going to happen this year. So it's kind of, you're, you're kind of surprised. Like, well, it, it's okay if not a ton of people come. And then you're pleasantly surprised. Because right. people are like, yes, let's go let's, out. Let's, let's see some we art. Something. We need to get out there. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we felt that way for our grand opening because we just had that. Oh, yeah. Um, in the beginning of May and our re-grand opening. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just, we had a fantastic turnout and it was so great to see people again and see, um, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, see them return to our space. Hello, Allie and Callie ArtCast listeners. Tubbs Coffee Roasters is offering you 20% off your next coffee purchase at our roastery. Just mention this ad and get 20% off our core blends of Beast, Double Eagle, or Teacher's Pet. Also, redeemable online at TubbsCoffeeRoasters.com with promo code AllieCalli20. That's A-L-I-C-A-L-L-I-E-2-0. Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted. We're excited that you are at your new space. So unfortunately, you had to get a new space because yes. of that horrible fire. What? How mm. long ago was that? Like a that was year and a half. Year and a half. January twentieth. You remember? Twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you do. I remember yes. that day because I got a phone call from the bartender at the dog house at oh. two in the morning. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking at my phone, you know, out of a dead sleep, and I see her name, and I'm like, why is she calling me? So yeah. I didn't answer. And she calls again, and I decided I better answer it. And she actually did a FaceTime with me Ugh. where I am looking Watching. at the flames flying Ugh. out of that building. Horrible. And she said, I can't get a hold of Jenny. Oh, like, it was horrible. So... Yeah. Then, I mean, and, and then, of course. It's it, all history. Yeah, right. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I I don't sleep with my phone in my room. Um, mm. And That's probably a good thing. That's uh, a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, but because of that, so I feel like I was the last to know. Mm. Um, when people, early in the morning when people couldn't get a hold of me, they started blowing up Adam's phone. And so sure. then oh, right. Adam had brought my phone up to me and <sighs> woke me up. I think, be horrible. I think it was around 7 mm -hmm. and said, you need to, uh, mm. you need to look at this. And um, so, <clears throat> you know, within an hour I was driving into town and, yeah. um, starting to figure things out but yeah so this fire was caused by um 
a gas leak from a heater uh, that was going out and spread through six businesses. And uh, we were really fortunate because our space did not, um, wasn't actually on fire. We we had, um, we're like a newer addition on the building. And so we had a Mm -hmm. more modern firewall sure. that protected us and then um <clears throat> but we did have a lot of water damage smoke damage mm-hmm. right and ultimately um just with what the owners decided they wanted to do with the building they terminated our lease so then we're you know to find a new space mm-hmm. and um and you know again this is like we find that out in February. We found our space and leased it the first week of March. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, COVID hit. And yeah. <laughs> the city, you know, it's just shutting down. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so it took six or seven months to get our permit. And then, you know, eight, nine months to get through our renovations and remodel. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, you know, very excited that we went through that process because it's uh, it's a fantastic space that's working for us much better than Mm -hmm. our previous space. And we kind of, we had it, my board and I had it on our five-year plan to try to find a new space. Uh Um, So that just kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. catapulted us in that direction. Serendipity. Yeah, Yeah. right. A little bit. Unfortunate, but... (laughs) Right. Well, and also, you know, with COVID, I mean, COVID was awful, is awful still Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, But we weren't... If there was ever a year to kind of pause and redo a space because we couldn't hold events we couldn't hold classes we right hold gallery shows so right you know what but, else is there to do right yeah you know make this great space and the space is amazing it is we, so for those of you oh, that yeah. don't know um emerge is one uh our only non-profit gallery in mm-hmm. our community which yes. i love i love that and too. um it's located on the corner of second and lakeside Yes, and I love, I found out that, you, well, you told me that you found those beautiful rafters. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just gorgeous. The building is really gorgeous, and you've done a wonderful job. It's stunning. Yeah. I like it way better than the other one. No offense. <laughs> yeah. But I know the other one was great, it too. It was great, but this one has just, it has so much character. Mm-hmm. It's just a great space. And then you have downstairs where you have the pottery classes mm-hmm. and other classes, I'm sure, eventually. Yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah. Cool. We have, uh, we have ongoing classes with uh, pottery, printmaking, painting, um, and photography. We have a full dark room. Oh, that's um, great. That, uh, yeah, it's an amazing um, space. We had a woman close up that closed up her studio. She ended up donating um, over $9,000 worth of equipment to the oh, dark wow. room. So it is um, pretty dreamy for those that oh, are sure. uh, interested right. in that. And our teacher, Angus Meredith, is... Uh, 
you know, very knowledgeable and mm-hmm. uh, just just great with the students. So that's mm-hmm. kind of a fun thing. And both so if, with the pottery, uh, sorry, the oh, that's pottery right. and photography, you can take the beginning classes and then you can just pay a monthly membership fee and mm. access the space on your own time. So oh, if they yeah. want to take a class, who who do they call? What what site? Where do they go? Uh, they just go to Emerge CDA. Okay, great. And it will it will let, allow them to register for classes there. Cool. Mm-hmm. And it's emergecda.com. Yes. Um, it, <laughs> I've made the mistake of putting .org in there. And oh, yeah. yeah. No. Like, yeah. No. It's .com. Because <laughs> you think it's a nonprofit, so you go uh, .org. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have to be careful when I'm printing stuff about Emerge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a yeah we had an issue with that. We had to go dot com. The guy that originally created our website um, disappeared. Oh, um, <laughs> so couldn't. There's a mystery. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> a mystery. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Very mysterious. So anyway, <laughs> you also have a a shop in the new. In the new building. Yeah, that That's was one very of the cool. things that I always wanted to add um, after Emerge had been open for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we would have artists like, oh, I have, you know, making goods too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, so we opened this small retail space and it has been so fantastic. It is just filled now, packed mm-hmm. with um, all these things made right here in our community. Mm-hmm. And from, you know, knit hats and table runners to lots of functional pottery, uh, beautiful jewelry, clothing, beauty products. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A great place to get gifts. Yes. Yeah. Gift, it's a yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Handmade cards. I believe you bought a few pots, didn't you? I did. <laughs> I can't yeah, help myself. <laughs> well, the the first exhibit that they had in the gallery was a collaboration between two very unique artists mm-hmm. who actually collaborated on specific pieces mm-hmm. and did some pottery with the the one the one gal was a potter and the other one a painter and they worked together to mm-hmm. create this these two bowls that I bought are beautiful mm-hmm. one of them is a wedding gift for my nephew and his wife and the other one is for me <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'll give it up someday maybe probably not I know I probably no <laughs> it was beautiful that uh, work done by Maya Ramsey and Ronaldo, Zambrano's, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty great. Pretty and incredible still and have, so unique. Yeah, and we still have some pieces from that show in the retail space, mm-hmm. um, so people can look at those. And um, our next show, our show that is currently up, um, Somewhere Rainbow, that is another two artists that collaborated. One of them is a ceramic artist, mm-hmm. Casey Doyle, and... Um, one is a, a the other artist is an illustration and muralist Tiffany Patterson, mm-hmm. and um, although again it's another it's a ceramic artist paired with uh, you know this illustration work, it's so completely different than mm-hmm. 
Maya and Ronaldo's show. Right. And that's what I we just at Emerge we just love collaboration. We love putting people together. Mm-hmm. And it's then, great because it challenges them. They often make work that they wouldn't have explored mm-hmm. otherwise, and they also form you know these great bonds and friendships with artists that sometimes mm-hmm. they've never met before. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tiffany and Casey had not met. And, um, oh, that's cool. I just got them talking on Instagram and then, um, you know, and then they kind of took it from there and it snowballed. But, um, yeah, we have, I think we have four collaboration shows this year. So that's great. It's pretty fun and great to see again, what people create together. Looking to sell or seeking that dream home? Nancy White of Coeur Portfolio Real Estate is not your average real estate agent. Known as the real estate queen, Nancy has consistently garnered awards and accolades in sales production, education, and leadership while continuing to volunteer locally. And she is an avid supporter of our local arts community. Coeur Portfolio Real Estate promises local real estate expertise plus concierge level service. Call Nancy today at 208-818-1126. So you have, um, you're planning the pop-up show for yes. July 23rd, and nobody's allowed to know where it is. That's the whole point Ooh, of it's a, a pop-up mystery. show. Yeah, that's, uh, I asked her once years ago, I said, well, where is it? She says, I can't, I can't tell, tell you. you. Oh. <laughs> but why? She says, it's, it's a, a pop-up pop- show. You know what? I, I didn't, just didn't get it. I didn't know that until right now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm slow. But um, right. well, the one year that I was on the selection committee, which is probably when I learned the most about it, um, we had, I want to say, like 175 submissions. Oh, boy. It was a lot. And I think you had said that was oh, the you most. Guys had, no, you, you had way more than that. Way more than that. I think it was like that. a thousand Oy. something because you guys actually voted in 350 pieces. Oh, wow. And that was the most wow. we, had. we had ever had. Yeah. Wow. I knew, I knew it was the most of something. Yeah. <laughs> then we were like, maybe we need to cap this. Yeah. Right. It's getting too big. To a certain point. So, yeah, yeah. 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 So tell us about this whole selection committee and what mm-hmm. these are uh, relatively young artists. Not always, though. No. But emerging artists that mm-hmm. get this opportunity to display their work. And so tell us a little bit about that process. So we go through close to three months of pushing out the call mm-hmm. and to artists through every channel and, mm-hmm. you know, way, which way we know how to or right. you know, yeah. can find to get the word out to artists. And, um, and then they have... Um, Knowing, you know, for that the submissions are open. Right. Mm-hmm. Closes. Closes Thursday. Oh. So. Um, Hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, it'll be too late, apparently. Yeah, too late. You, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Right. Um, sorry, next year. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so they have that time. And then I put together a panel of five people that are... Uh, 
within the arts community. Mm-hmm. So um, they might be working for an arts organization, a gallery owner, director, and um, a few professional artists. Mm-hmm. And then they spend about 12 hours. It was a long <laughs> Yeah, I think... Wow. I think we, we divided it. Back. Yeah, we had yeah, to Yeah, we back. had to finally stop and wow. come back. And so they spend about 12 hours going through each piece mm-hmm. um, and deciding. Mm-hmm. Made decisions for the show. I do not uh, choose any work. Uh, and I try not to say anything um, mm-hmm. to sway <laughs> it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's always like... For me, it's kind of um, nerve-wracking because I've already gotten attached to some things yeah. at that oh, sure. point. Um, yeah. Just in preparing, like, the documents for the jury. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so I was hoping, like, they'll love certain things as mm-hmm. much as I do. And sometimes it works, you know, sometimes it happens, sometimes sure. it doesn't. Right. Um, just a little quick side note, though, about that. I do try to tell every artist I talk to that submits to the pop-up or that submits to any other open calls um, Mm -hmm. that I know of, you know, that they're trying to get into shows, that that process is so unique. Um, You can't, don't be too hard on yourself if you don't get in. Um, The jury I watch every year goes through uh, kind of this, this like cycle throughout the process you know Mm -hmm. um either they start off with like accepting a lot or rejecting a lot and then by the end it's flipped and then Mm -hmm. kind of somewhere in the middle (laughs) you know they're kind of tired and so just just different decisions are being made so Mm -hmm. you have to you know be really uh, easy on yourself if right. you don't make it's, it. It's real subjective. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's... Well, and it's... You've got five people with... Different opinions. Totally different yeah. opinions mm-hmm. and... Um, Styles and tastes. And, yeah. yeah. All those things. And um, mm. now... Yeah, so we don't ever have a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have thought about doing that, but we... Uh, we just choose to keep it completely open. Open, open and random. Yeah. Because we do so much of that with our monthly gallery right. exhibits. Oh, sure. And so it's kind of fun to um, just see what happens. Although I will say that <laughs> these surprising themes take place <laughs> oh, every sure. year. Mm-hmm. Right. And normally it's, I wouldn't say a theme, but like a trend Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see uh, a trend in uh, deer heads. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, of all kinds. Wow. And uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, sure. painted sure. or sculpture mm-hmm. or right. Uh, I think one year it was octopus. Mm. Big, big. Oh, big. wow. Probably had at least. 30 different pieces that had octopus. Wow. So oh, that's funny. We, that's you never kind know. Of like a running you know, <laughs> thing for me joke. Like, yeah. okay, what's it going to be this What will year? it be this right. year? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm really curious to see, you know, will COVID have an effect on these submissions? Like, will, sure. will it, will we see um, kind of that a lot of the narrative little... 
in mm-hmm. the work and yeah yeah or the representation of that you know we've seen that little uh you know microscopic blow up yeah of the virus itself yeah will that manifest itself in people's work mm-hmm. it'll be interesting yeah it will for hmm. sure so after the work is accepted, then the artists all get notified um, and just details on where, you know, when to bring their stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, it takes us five days to install the show. And uh, even, I mean, that's really like hands-on installing. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're sure. preparing you know, much earlier than that. Um, right. So that when do you actually announce where the place is? Usually three weeks. Oh, okay. Before, mm-hmm. so it'll be pretty soon. Yeah. But yeah, um, and yeah. So the you know we use a different vacant building mm-hmm. downtown. Although this year we are looking at two locations that are not downtown. Mm-hmm. So. That's well, since it's be, not during Art Walk, yeah. you have that opportunity. Right. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that that could be really different. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. And it's a secret. It's a yeah. Secret. And the you know the building is uh, usually donated to us and given mm-hmm. to us over like on the Sunday before. Mm-hmm. We have a private uh, like a ticketed event on the Thursday before the public pop-up and um and so we need to be completely set up from Mm -hmm. you know ready to go Mm -hmm. to thursday at six o'clock so yeah it is a whirlwind um the show so like i said before you know now includes at least 100 artists Mm -hmm. um we'll have special features installation and community project features by six mm-hmm. artists oh and um, those are always really really fun mm-hmm. and then there will be um, 20 different performances mm-hmm. that take mm-hmm. place okay. um, so those are musicians bands mm-hmm. um, you know, one year there was the rap artist. Yeah, okay. that was so fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There'll be that. They'll. Mm-hmm. Um, we always have several poets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that perform and dancers, the break dancers. Um, there's like this interpretive dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, dancer paired with a DJ. Um, some hoop dancing, maybe some fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of that takes place uh, throughout the evening as well. It's uh, one night only, mm-hmm. you know. July 23rd. July 23rd. 5 to midnight. Fun. 5 to midnight. You'll have to check, check it out. out Emerge on social media to find out where it's at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Yep. I know. That's, That's so be fun. Exciting. I will tell you that my favorite part about being on that selection committee that one year was really a fun process. It was exhausting, yeah. yeah. But it was a really fun process, and mm-hmm. um, my favorite part was Jenny gave each of us veto power. So <laughs> if there was one piece that we really loved that the group was like vetoed. Mm-hmm. We could come back and say, oh, "I yeah, want that piece in." Your passion vote. That was that's it. good. Um, that's nice. 
actually something that I gleaned from being on the train jury, mm-hmm. um, which I've done a couple times, or I'm, I'm not sure now. They're on, like, your... 14, 13, 14, so, Uh um, but I felt really empowered by giving that passion vote, and I can still remember the first um, selection committee that I sat on for them, and Mm -hmm. the piece that I picked. Oh, really? Yeah. That's And it's just so funny, and um, so, yeah, I think that makes the jury feel really good, because it's like, this is... This is directly from this jerk, mm-hmm. you know, right? Chose this. Yeah, so yeah, that's that makes it special. <coughs> Did you know that right here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, we have one of the nation's premier anti bullying programs for students? Since 2006, Stu Cabe and the Ovation Company has been helping students and educators reach their full potential by following this simple philosophy work hard. Play fair, be kind. For more information on how to make your school a kinder place, visit www.ovationcompany.com. Well, we're excited to see what Emerge has in store for the next year and the years to come. What do you think is the future of Emerge? Yeah, well, um, we're just going to take over <laughs> <laughs> I love it by the building we're in oh and, I love that um, yeah yeah so uh, in the near future yes we also will be doing our annual ink print rally oh in, yeah I was gonna ask you about that so yes. that's coming up in September, September. 11 okay Ooh. um and we have an open call out for the ink rally right now too which mm-hmm. will still be out when this airs yeah so there you um, go. and the theme has in the past been very you know I think has drawn artists like inward and and gone a little deep um this year it is uh I guess you could still go deep with it but it is uh bit more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's things that go bump in the night. Oh, fun. That's fun. Creatures, monsters. Oh, fun. And urban legends. Oh, so, that's great. Yeah. So we're really excited to see what artists do with that theme. If you don't know, um, 22 artists are accepted into our ink rally. Uh, they hand carve four by five wood panels. And That's then, four feet by five yeah, feet. Yeah, not four inch by right. five inch. Yeah, then they are brought <laughs> to our event where they, the artists work in teams to ink their blocks and then they're printed onto fabric using an asphalt roller. So it's super fun. Fun. It is um, so fun. It's so unique. Yeah. And last year, due to COVID, we had a private event for, or we had a private printing day just for the artists. And mm-hmm. then we had a drive-through event, which was super fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Um, This year, we're going to go back to the public event. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, and... It looks like we're going to be able to have it right outside of our space, block off the street. Oh, nice. That's great. Do it there. And um, yeah, so we're just really, really excited to get back to that. So that's what's next for us. And then 
um, you know, again, just take like, over. Yeah. Nice. So, love it. Well, you know, that's interesting. That's the same day as our yard sale, oh. mm-hmm. which is just a block away. Oh, so it's all and about so art. I think that could be, that's going to be perfect. We'll have an art block going on. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. That will be fun. That will be really fun. Yeah. 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 We're planning on, um, you know, we'll have food trucks at our event and music and lots mm-hmm. of artist booths that uh, with goods and then right yeah. So my favorite be... is always the henna tattooist. Oh I yeah, go in and get my feet done. <laughs> nice. Awesome. <laughs> well, this was so nice. Yeah. I love Thank what you. Oh, you know, so it's much. just great to hear of all the stuff that you have done and. You know, you've emerged from the fire and made gotcha. a beautiful building, mm-hmm. and you're providing a great space for new artists and and collaborating with professional artists. And I love that, you know, because sometimes and so many just promoting creativity. Exactly, in our and a lot of artists don't they work so solo. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so having people collaborate together, that's really nice because yeah. it's, it can be lonely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. Emerge reaches that younger demographic mm-hmm. that um, the Arts and Culture Alliance has struggled a little bit with reaching. And, and so I'm, you know, we're so supportive of yes. Emerge because we need, we need to um, cultivate young artists and young lovers of art get the culture yeah definitely mm-hmm. and that has really been something that's driven myself and our board with the work that we do because we have um you know we were seeing such a trend in young people just instantly leaving our community yeah mm-hmm. they're not yeah. feeling like there was a place here for them mm-hmm. and feeling connected mm-hmm. or having any like real like buy-in. And I think that Emerge helps to cultivate that. I agree. Them. And, uh, you know, we're seeing, oh, you know, this this is something that I'm, I'm excited about mm-hmm. and want to be involved in long term. And so mm-hmm. there's um, a place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really... So Merge is kind of about, you know, being a place that everyone belongs. Yeah. Right. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you so yes. much for coming thank in. Thank you. Thanks. Talking to us. So and, great. Yeah. Yep. What a good Thanks, day. Thanks, ladies. Thank <laughs> you. So fun. Yay. So, fun. <laughs> so I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And whatever you do today, make sure it's creative. Add a little flair to your special events with Scraps Barbecue, a great catering choice for your next gathering. Specializing in golf tournaments, sporting events, and more, their commercial kitchen can be on site, or you can choose to have a fully catered meal delivered right to you. Known for their authentic Santa Maria-style tri-tip and tequila lime fish tacos, they can customize the menu to meet your needs for groups of 20 to 2,500. Contact Kevin at kevin at scrapsbarbecue.com or check them out on Facebook. The Alley and Kelly Artcast is brought to you by the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and sponsored by The Ovation Company, Scraps Barbecue, Tubbs Coffee Roasters, and Coeur d'Alene Portfolio Real Estate.